That's great. How's that start? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love that. For all those people who didn't see that, Casey uh, started the timer that we stare at. We're hiding. Stay on. We're hiding mics over here. I just like, I think on the next I, one. I, dude, I felt real like the CNN like thing, you know, where they're like, oh, what, what? Hide the makeup thing or something. Right, right. You know, like, just throw it over your shoulder. Over, powdering my face. Like, oh, sh-. Well, Casey, it's you and I today. Hey, that's always a good jam, though. And I appreciate it. I think so. I think we always have a decent rhythm, but today will be a nice test because <laughs> as the crowd's like, yeah, I don't want to listen to these yeah, guys oh, anymore. Oh, here we go. Next episode. <laughs> well, we want to, uh, let's just introduce everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. You were either watching or listening to MLO. That was really nice. That was like in. I feel like we actually hit that like, like harmonic. Yeah, it was pitch, pitch perfect. Look out, here we come. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Case? I, guys, this is a good one. We just wanted to kind of. We've touched on this probably several times throughout episodes, um, but we're going to come back to it because it's ever-changing, I feel like. It's involved in everybody's purchase. And what is that? It is what are these factors um, and some major three important ones that determine your monthly payment? That's a good one because, like, in our case, we could talk about 20 things. Right. There's probably an infinite amount of impacts, right? But we're going to yes, try sir. to hit them on three major ones. Distill it down. Distill it down. Nuggets, as you would say, that you can take away. Yeah, I like the distill. Distill it down, keep it clean and easy. But for you guys out there, these three items we're going to go over, one is going to be credit. Mm, You know I like to talk about it. Yeah, we know. Addy likes credit. We got good stories with that, too. Number two is going to be your down payment or how much of your down payment. Mm -hmm. And number three, interest rate. One, two, three, No need to listen or watch anymore. That's all we got, guys. Kill it. No, just joking. So, yeah, let's jump into number one. Absolutely, Because you know it gets my heart rate going, my blood flowing on the credit. And I think to just really go in there, because there's a lot of people sitting out in the market right now, ultra competitive, very hard to get into contract. One thing to understand is you got to focus on what you can control. Yeah. Not what you cannot control. Is that the right way to say it there? Absolutely. Not what you cannot control. Yeah, don't worry about what you can't control. Focus on what you can control. Well, even better said. I like that. And credit is one of those things, my friends. So personally, credit has been a journey for myself. Um, I was in the low 500s eight years ago. Um, I was also living in a garage at the time. I don't usually share that piece, do That's it? a new piece of the story. That's that's a new piece we didn't know to the story. I don't want to give away all the crumbles right away, Casey. Gosh, he, he really has had a, quite the journey. Hasn't yeah, the, he? Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. But I can tell you that though credit is a mystery, my friends, it is not impossible. So things that we can focus on right away is the credit because it does play a huge, huge, huge role in at the – determination of your loan structure, meaning worse the interest rate, worse, sorry, worse the uh, credit score, worse the interest rate, which consequently results in a higher monthly payment. So that being said, that's the easy thing. But what you can do right now is really take that first step. Um, There's a lot of great credit counseling opportunities out there uh, located on our MLOshow.com website. You can access all those resources and truly, truly, truly take that first step. Don't fall for the credit repair ad or call. Um, We've got a lot of content out there on little steps you can do each day to improve that credit. But one example I'm going to give on the credit, making a really big difference case. So say I just ran the scenario yesterday, 10% down. 
right? It, it's that's a good down payment. Absolutely. It's not 20%, but it's 10%. So, Still yeah, solid amount, solid. solid chunk of change. Now, if that individual had a 660 credit score, the mortgage insurance for the quotes I was pulling within my system yeah. was over $400 a month. This is on top of all the other things, Casey. Wow, wow. So that's on top, additionally on top of your monthly payment. On top of. Now, a 760 pull, 760, I got a $105 a month premium. So that was a 100-point difference. Yeah. And a $300 swing. Swing. Wow. And it goes back to the whole thing is like everyone nickels and dimes on these little things totally. uh, off the house. Like, oh, I'm that's 2000 more than I'm willing to pay for. And, totally. Um, in this market, you just can't be that nitpicky. You got to focus on what you can control. And that is the credit. So I just urge everybody out there who might be um, – just thinking about buying a home, their first home, or perhaps you are on the journey for your second home and it's not quite right. Maybe uh, the market doesn't seem fair or you're in the position of, you know, waiting a year or two, job change, whatever it might be. Always focus on the credit. And it trickles down case to a lot of other things in your life outside of mortgage, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and number one, like Addie's saying, guys, is if you can have that conversation early, it really really can set you up for just better monthly liabilities, better, you know, set up credit cards, credit cards, auto loans, loans, mortgage payments, student student loans, loans, personal loans, guys, right? Like every lender out there, PayPal, someone trying to give you money wants to know how you have paid that back Mm -hmm. in the past. And they're going to essentially, you know, judge you for that. Right. Yeah. And, and so if you can have those conversations early, like Addie just mentioned, a hundred point credit swing guys changed three hundred dollars on that private mortgage insurance. That's three hundred extra bucks in your pocket, let's just say, if you had that conversation early and improved your credit. Mm-hmm. I wanna swing it too, like Addie's mentioning, that not only is mortgage payment affected, right? It can be all those other liabilities that you do daily. Um Driving your car with that, you know, auto loan that you have on there, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, insurance is your play a role in, in credit all the time. Absolutely. A lot of people switching to self-employed, and your credit is only you yeah. don't have business credit; you just have personal credit. That opens up a lot of gates. But not to get too far off the real estate path, I want to also conclude the first segment, Casey, with the fact that 2020 has brought forth quite a shakeup in the way lower credit scores are analyzed from an underwriting standpoint. So just to be very clear, underwriting, this is the person that approves or denies the loan. So not the pre-approval process. This is live showtime. You have an accepted offer or you're right in the middle of the refinance. This is the person that checks all those boxes off. If you haven't watched our behind the the curtain underwriting episode, really good one to review what an underwriter is. But the underwriters right now and the investors, the people that set the interest rate essentially and the mortgage companies have been a lot stricter on sub 700 credit scores. This is my personal personal review and assessment based on being in this industry and doing quite a few home loans. So if there's any way that you can take action now and go ahead and work toward the credit, whether that's paying down some debts, 
um, not opening and closing a ton of new trade lines. This is only going to position you to get better terms on your loan. And outside of taxes, interest is the biggest thing we pay every year as a U.S. household, right, Casey? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you guys would be honestly blown away by total interest when you look at that on loans that you got that we all have right that us as consumers all of us have i mean there's a lingo slam for you tip there's total interest total interest paid and for anyone that's looking for lingos or acronyms you can go to mloshow.com where we have a list of all the acronyms we might be preaching here on the show the jargon the jargon yeah josh that's all producer josh producer josh that MLOshow.com website, guys, is going to be killer. Um, not to get on a little rant here, but you'll have calculators. There's going to be so much useful information, so please mentally note that, MLO.com. But coming back to the credit, it is super important. I'll give just a brief little story that Addy you know, was mentioning. Have those conversations early. Just had a client do it, and similar situation, mid-600 uh, scores, mm-hmm. and we know – we know we want to try to improve that. And so the question would be, how does that happen? Well, that's why you have that conversation with your local advisor or Addy or myself, and we can review that credit. Maybe there's a tool like a credit analyzer or simulator that can help us see if there's improvements to be had and give mm-hmm. advice that way. But have the conversation early because going from 600s to 7s saves you a lot. I love it when you start finger pointing. I know. That's, Sorry, I go like, no, don't apologize. That's when I know you're really digging into the, <laughs> the treasure chest of passion, I'm going to call it. Is that when when Casey's finger pointing, he really means it. Like, I'm feeling the full, like the death shake I, underneath I me. That. Yeah. No, that's powerful. I like the little Obama finger point going there. Just, just here we go. Here we go. <laughs> but it makes a big deal. And I'm going to actually pat it in with all those uh, hyperactive Googlers out there. Because yeah. it's super easy to jump on the internet internet and start coming up with your own opinion. And, um, I think one common thing, especially for, um, say sub 700 credit scores is they're commonly going to be told, Hey, Addy, I'm going to get an FHA loan. Mm. So many people start like my mortgage strategy consult, a zoom calls. They start with that as an opener. We're going to do an FHA loan. And I lean back and I go, Oh, really? Well, Tell me about that. You know, like apparently you've decided this, like it's Toyota or Honda. Freaking Uncle Dan at the barbecue. Hey, and I'll tell you, there's nothing wrong with an FHA loan. However, there are pros and cons to every loan program. Absolutely. FHA has a time and a place for every single situation that's appropriate. That being said, there are things like upfront MIP funding fees that get rolled into the loan. That's 1.75% of the total amount borrowed. So on that particular loan, though there are benefits, a negative is you are almost negative 2% equity when you get keys in hand. If there is any way I can structure a loan or a home buying journey so that my clients have a two rounding up a 2% better equity position, I'm going to do it. By all means, we're going to look at it, right? No, I'm not trying to discredit. There's a lot of factors with FHA that are positive. Super. There's flexibility on the credit. Absolutely. Typically a lower credit requirement. There's flat rate mortgage insurance comparatively to the premium scale of the risk factor that we explained in sample one. But being behind in equity position, um, I'm not a big fan of. Secondly, not a lot of people know, like, I'm just going to put this on FHA. Unless you put, as of today's guidelines, 
on FHA, unless you put 10% down or more, the mortgage insurance premiums are for the life of the loan. They do not fall off automatically at your 80% equity position like they do with the conventional. So you're pretty much committing to selling or refinancing an FHA. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's not a part of everyone's big picture plan. So going back to Casey and I's mortgage strategy calls, right? right? We need to know the story. We need to know the big picture. And mainly we need to know how long you're staying in that home too, because that's the biggest, that's the biggest factor when you get into that, you get into a loan that we're possibly going to refinance out of, or get you into a better loan down the road. Cause that FHA loan can be a great loan sometimes to get somebody in a home too, as well, you know, and, Absolutely. Uh, and, and we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, bash on it too much because it is a great product for certain individuals and situations, right? It's like a set of golf clubs. It's like Seven a iron has a place and then a pitching wedge has a place. <laughs> Absolutely. Why are we does. hitting driver off the deck when it's not appropriate? It's just an up and down chip, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It's well put. And, and guys, at the end of the day, we're just trying to set you up for success. So we're going to look at those other options. If there's something else, a better loan, a better strategy, we're absolutely going to present it to you as advisors, as any advisor should. Now let's flip into the second one. Give me number two. I'm, we, I'm, feeling ja- I'm feeling like really jazzy. Yeah, we got it. Right we- before it was a little bit like, oh man, I like need a a cup of coffee or something but the minute producer josh hit that music and then you did the passion point i'm, I'm calling <laughs> we're cra- it we're cranking the passion point by carpenter hit me with round two yeah I'm, well, I'm feeling the flow well guys as we just talked about it right uh down payment you know it was part of the conversations were with credit we were you know rifting into down payment dp there. down payment you know is a big factor i would say one of the main three that we're going over today of affecting your monthly mortgage payment um now, every program out there that, you know, let me, let me rephrase that. Depending on the program that you are doing will determine the minimum down payment and those kind of Good things. Good point. And that is, a, that is a big point to you, uh, for anyone listening to take away because of that certain loan you're doing might require a different down payment than, the, than another loan out there. And why don't I give that to you guys, huh? Yeah, run it down. Run it down. All right. So for all my veterans out there, stay true to the heart. I'm a Navy vet. Go veterans. Um, and, you know, active duty military and that such. VA home loans gives you the option to do zero down if you would like. Um, but actually, to be honest, I see a lot of my veterans actually put some money down. Like Addy was mentioning, they want to get some equity position in the home. Um, so you mm-hmm. see them put some money into it. Would you say that's right, Addy? Yeah, I'd say that. And just to kind of uh, cap what you said there, you do need to be eligible for the benefit. Some people didn't spend the certain amount of time you need, right? Yes, sir. You do have to have your VA eligibility. Absolutely. And those are checks we would do, but FHA loan, like we were talking about, yep. um, going off of, uh, you know, uh, VA is a government backed loan. So is FHA, uh, FHA is 3.5% minimum down payment. 3.5 of what you can get approved for from a debt to income, uh, scenario there. Yes. Three and a half percent. Now, can you put more down, Addy? On you can FHA? always put more down. You can always put more down. And actually since, and I'm not trying to steal your segment here, but to add on the FHA, 3.5% down. And I did note that mortgage insurance was flat rate there. It's flat rate to credit score on FHA. So if you go from 3.5, then to 5% down, then to 10, that mortgage insurance premium starts getting a little bit lower for FHA. Got it. Mm-hmm, got it. Mm-hmm. So that that flat rate can kind of change a little bit on that that down payment on yes, FHA. Sir. That is good to know. We'll roll right into probably one of the main used loans out there, and that's your conventional loans. 
Um, the conventional loan do have a nice little uh, opportunity and program built into that, and that's a 3% down uh, available option out there. But you do, again, have to qualify. There's certain requirements, yada, yada. Yeah, and I actually, just to, to add, I saw today on Instagram uh, one of my fellow mortgage uh, buddies, Jimmy, he's out in Texas, but he, or sorry, New Jersey. And he had this nice post on his Instagram feed saying that 73% of first time home buyers didn't know that they're eligible for the 3% down wow. program. And the eligibility, not a lot of people know this for first time home buyers is having ownership stake in the last three years. So maybe four, eight, whatever years ago, um, you did own a home, you've sold, you've been renting since then. You are now re-eligible if you've had the three years. So wait, wait, wait. So you can become a first time home buyer again? Yes. Essentially? Yeah. You can be one once and never buy a home. Yeah, there's uh, there's exciting stories cool about that, that and then not so exciting. I mean, I've right. there's divorces and people get lawyered out of their homes. Three-year yeah, yeah. period. Hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel there, my friends. That's a big point, though. So if you have not owned within the last three years, you are then considered a... Re-eligible first-time home buyer. Re-eligible first-time home buyer. So... Wham, bam, look you at You had one more you wanted to go on the product Absolutely. suite. Absolutely. Well, product again, suite. Yeah, again, guys, with that conventional loan, right, you, you, you can put more than, you know, the minimum down payments and yep. stuff like that. Um, and it'll flip into the jumbo, which is our next section of loan. And that's just a higher level of financing. We'll keep it very easy and similar like that. If you're going to be above the max conforming loan amount, which is? 548 Two five zero. Five forty eight. I was just say five forty eight to yeah. round down and you want to round it out five forty eight. But if you are above that, guys, you, it's a jumbo loan, and those are just amount high, borrowed. Amount borrowed. Higher level finance requires some more, um, you know, just certain requirements from you as a borrower. But first and foremost, minimum down payment is ten percent on those. And I, I don't think I've come across a product out there less than that. Um, if there is, it might be internal at a company or something. But for the most part. A 10% down payment is the minimum that you can do on those jumbo loans. Now, flip side with that, they do have more requirements. Less you put down, they also have additional other requirements that might increase for you then too as well. So something to be aware of. Mm-hmm. We want to make a note here, guys, as we talk about down payment, is that depending on how much you do can then bring in some other factors of that monthly payment like we have mentioned of PMI or private mortgage insurance. So if you were doing less than 20% down um, on a conventional loan, you could have private mortgage insurance, right, Addy? And and we don't want to get long-winded. We have some great episodes about PMI. Yep. um, But that is a factor that can change it. Like we've mentioned, the credit score addition, it can be $100, could be $300. That's a factor to be aware of. And also, you know, going over down payment. The other part of that could be the additional requirements like we mentioned on a jumbo, which would just be extra money and stuff maybe you need to have on hand called reserves, and maybe you don't have that. That's not necessarily monthly, but another requirement you weren't aware of. Yeah, I think if we just backpedal and do a quick drive-by on that one more time, because I was trying to take notes. Yes, sir. (laughs) On the max conforming, or conventional as it's called, the limit is 548.250. As I noted, I always just round down to 548. These change every year guys so just two years ago in our neck of the woods it was uh 484 484 
do know some some areas like California, it's really common. There's high cost areas, which yeah, they will, point. because it's so expensive, they will make that loan amount higher. I know we have a ton of California listeners and watchers. So I wanted to note that that's a big uh, change up, especially the clients that I have that are relocating up into the Pacific Northwest. They're coming from the high priced areas yeah, and they weren't familiar with the fact that our max is the national max borrowed amount that Casey was talking about. And now they're in jumbo land, which yep. is a whole nother set of requirements. And those could be about $200,000 difference, you know, in your, in your loan amount, Addy. So it's like, it's massive. Yeah, it's, it's massive. So that's something to be aware of. And you know, the, the down payment is again, just like credit guys. If you have that conversation early, you reach out to your local advisor, like me and Addy, they can guide you through that. Well, and I'd say too, on the, the jumbo note there, Casey, you're going to get a lot of advertisements out there. And unfortunately there's a lot of mortgage professionals. If, if you can call your profession yourself a professional, if you take this tactic is they use, um, programs or products as it's called to get attention, to get you to call them. And in all reality, the structuring of that opportunity makes absolute no sense. For example, the 10% down jumbo, like it, the rate is higher, everything like it's almost the, if you just brought the extra 10% down for 20% down, it makes a lot more sense rather than financing in to go that lower down. I didn't really hit that perfectly the way I've explained it. Um, but it's a big factor on jumbo. If it's, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. Well, with the guys, the one thing you want to take consideration as you would be is your monthly payment, right? These are a high level loan amount. The less you're doing, the more you're borrowing, the higher that payment is. Mm -hmm. The less you go down, those lenders out there are probably not going to give you that most aggressive interest rate, right? So then you got higher rate. One note that on, on a positive side that I have seen with that is I haven't, and that is lender to lender specific. So please check with who you're getting quotes from, but mm -hmm. I haven't seen a lot of mortgage insurance on 10% down products of jumbo for jumbo. Yeah. So that, they usually factor a, it into is, the rate. Yeah. And that's, I mean, again, the, when I know we're running low on time here, Casey, but I do want to say you made a really good point on reserves and just to circle back on that reserves are the amount of money that you have available after the purchase of the property. So you'll hear six months reserves, which means that total payment on the new house that you just purchased, all inclusive property taxes, insurance, principal and interest, all included the big wham, bam payment. You need to have those amount of months post closing additional reserves. Now you can use things like retirement, IRA stocks, but they have different factors of the allowed, um, what's it? The allowed position of value, if you will. Absolutely. Typically about 70 to 75% of the vested amount in those, in those accounts. So hit that home. I'm seeing anywhere Casey from six, 12 to 18 months, Absolutely. mandatory reserves. And if you have multiple properties, it becomes even more complex. Right? Absolutely. Casey? And then the less you down, the, the less you put down, the higher it goes up. The and less I you down. And I want to, I want to give you guys a nice little example here. Here we I go. Ran, I ran some numbers. This is our third guys. point. This is going to be the third point, guys, does, and it'll fall in with this too, interest rate. Our third point of interest rate, right? Boom. How does that change your payment? What goes into it? Well, we know that credit goes into it because we just talked about that, right? Credit, yep. And also, down. down payment goes into that. So our first two factors, mm -hmm. credit and down payment, will affect that interest rate. Now, though, 
when you're just looking at it from just a simple crystal clear picture, it's not just like if I have this credit, I get this rate, right, Addy? It's not, it doesn't there's work. A like, there's a yep. lot of factors into it. So we're going to throw all that stuff out. I just want to give you guys some straight easy takeaways. Easy takeaways right here. How much would you guess a quarter percent interest rate change would be, Addy? Just give me a guess out there. Well, it depends on how much you're borrowing. How much you're loan, borrowing. The loan amount. Yeah, we're going to go with an average that I went with out there, guys. I did a 450 purchase, mm. just 20% down, which gives you a 360000 loan amount. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to go somewhere average in our markets. Our markets are about four to 600 right now, mid-pricing. Yep. Um, 20% down was 90000 90, So you got a $360,000 loan amount, guys. Um, at three and a quarter, just kind of market pricing, you'll be sitting at fifteen sixty seven for your principal and interest. And this is just using a 700 FICO score on there, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, a quarter percent change, guys. If you drop down to 3% on that same scenario, you are changing how much, Addy? $45. Yep, right there. Right there in a $45, $49 change difference. Guys, it's not that much, right? That's 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 kind of interesting, right? And so when you get into that scenario where you start maybe diving in on buying down the interest rate, spending money on that, Addy, like you want to start considering these, how much am I actually saving per month to how much does it cost me to get there? It's a good point, and I think that's like I like to call it a couch takeaway. Absolutely. That is so, a little couch takeaway. And you can reverse engineer that on a 450000 purchase, 10% down. That was the example you used? Uh, 20%. 20% down. So about a quarter percent in rate, up or down, is going to move that payment on a 30-year fix about $45, give or take. I always say 40 or 50 bucks usually in yep. a casual convo. You see you, what I did with the convo? I like the casual convo. Here's a little weird uh, tidbit that's the same. I ran some numbers as well because it's like, okay, maybe we're not going to go – Interest mm-hmm. rate buy down, Addy. Let's just put another ten grand at our down payment. Let's go more. Hit him with that ten grand rule. You know what that does, guys? The exact same thing. It's about forty fifty bucks, guys. It's about forty fifty bucks if you increase your down payment from in this example ninety thousand to a hundred thousand. You change your payment by forty five bucks. Yep. Ten, are- ten grand moves, it. and that goes for budget, budget or down payment. Goes for so budget. if you're looking at a four ten yeah. house. Versus a 400, it's about 40 or 50 bucks. Right. I get a lot of people who are like, hey, I'm, what if I put, what do I got to do to lower my payment $400 a month? And it's like, look, even if you put $10,000 down more, we're only going to see about 40 or $50 improvement on a 30 year fix. So, and I think that's a good takeaway for everyone out there. It's right? massive. It's a nice little couch. When you're pausing Netflix or pausing MLO show, hey, hon, look at this on my phone. Yeah, 45 bucks. And guys, we want to be clear like each program out there, too, will give different interest rate pricing. You know, you have government loans that might be a little bit more aggressive out there. Just so always take that into consideration. Interest rate price and we'll go with probably loan you're doing yeah super important thank you casey for hitting us with that uh fine print because we're just doing our best once again at mlo to create this environment pulling back the curtain educational content to prepare you for wealth home ownership whether you are buying selling or refinancing we absolutely have your back when it comes to any of those actions right case absolutely guys and we appreciate all your reach outs too we do have our phone number out there the vip hotline that is 503-847 9038. And you can reach out on that and get me and Addy on the line. Ask us your questions. Let us know what's going on. We're happy to help. We love our shout outs on social media as well. Yeah, we really do. Man, 
What a great episode, Casey. Great I appreciate episode. it. And once again, everyone out there, if you are watching or listening, we truly do appreciate it. And until next time, we will catch, catch you, you later. later.